Well, this is uh, Richard C. Wilson, the Family Office Club. Today we have Kathy with us. Welcome, Kathy. Nice to be here, Richard. Sure. So what types of investments do you look for? So if we're talking about traditional investments, um, there we're all about downside risk. So we really are pretty much long-term timers of the market. We look at things like standard deviation of the market and um, short sellers and long and net leverage on hedge funds. So on that side, you know, if the market's trending up, we'll do largely ETFs. Otherwise, we look for managers with downside risk. On the alternative side, in terms of deal flow, it's got to be something very easy to understand. Uh, it's got to be something that makes a lot of sense. I have a very strong marketing brain, and so I just tend to look for trends. So I happen to be a vegan. Um, so that's an example. Anything in the food space along the vegan, there's a 600% increase in the last three years of Americans who've decided that they're now calling themselves plant-based. So that's just an example. That's one trend that I absolutely love. Um, real estate, we see a lot of, and real estate really varies quite a bit. I mean, I would not touch commercial real estate right now if you paid me, uh, given what's happened with COVID-19. Um, I don't do anything that harms animals because I am vegan. Um, and I'm careful about prod products, you know, so right now resale is another huge category. Resale is going to be 39 billion by 2025. So we have a vintage startup that's attractive. So really for me, it's got to fit in ethically for me. And, um, and then it's also got to make sense in terms of the market on where the market's going, where the market's growing. Right. Right. Makes sense. And um, if you had to pick out one area that you're most excited to get deals in, or you're just putting the most of your energy in, because I'm sure you you know, I've spoken to you before. You're nice enough to join us on one of our discussion panels, I think it was recently. And I know you get a lot of deal flow. What would be that one area that you're really looking to invest most of your energy and money in this year? So I also rescue animals. So my personal passion is pets. And anything in the pet industry, pet and health is growing. Uh, there's 24 billion is the size of pet food market and it's growing at 25% a year. Smuckers is now 49% dog food, believe it or not, the old jam company. So anything with pets, again, that doesn't harm animals, anything with the joint formula, nutraceuticals, CBD. Um, even I was just talking to a dog food founder and he just created a product for running with his dogs because if you're running with multiple dogs, it creates an issue. There's no one utility belt that can hold your water, your poop picker up the bags and be able to handle multiple leashes and maybe have a water bottle for your dogs as well. So anything in pets, I would say, is my number one passion. Yeah, that's great. Okay. And uh, what would be your number one piece of advice for investors or investment firms listening? Um, it could be related to anything that, that you've learned along the way in terms of deal sorting, due diligence, investments in general. So everybody thinks whatever they've created is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And they do an awful lot of cold. And a lot of times their opening line can be either rude, obnoxious, a turnoff, or um, they hammer you with emails. And essentially when you hammer me with emails, I just go into that unsubscribe button where I put you into junk. So I would say uh, really the number one mistake if you're trying to get to your end user or an advisor who can then introduce you to potential clients is really try to create a relationship, find out what it is that they need and work on supplying the relationship. I call a lot of people hit and run networkers. So they get on a call. It's a 30 minute call. You can't really get to know anybody in 30 minutes. And so all you're doing on that is a hit and run, seeing if there's any low lying fruit. So that's not going to be a way to develop a relationship. So I would say that's the number one mistake I see on people trying to get to the end user.
Mm, yeah, I think that's so good. I think it's like one of my favorites out of the 75 of these investor interviews we've done. And uh, many times I just, I have to get an agenda from someone before I get on the phone because otherwise their whole point is to pitch you on something they were being mysterious about via email, but their real angle was to pitch you on something you would never in your life do. Uh, and they're not focused on value, value add first or getting to know you, or they would know that that's not something you do perhaps. And then like uh, Damon John said on Shark Tank that everyone's got amazing projections. Everyone, you know, he projects he's going to look like the guy Thor from the Marvel movie next year. No projections are ever bad. So opening a line with we're going to do all these amazing things with exclamation marks, it just comes off as obnoxious and unrealistic and amateur hour like. So I, lo I love that answer. Uh, I can definitely relate to relate to that and hope people get value by listening to that. Um, great. Well, if anyone would like to share deal flow uh, with Kathy, maybe co-invest with her or do something business-wise with Kathy, we're happy to connect you. That's one of the benefits of uh, being a member of the Family Office Club. I believe she's been on one of our panel, on one of our discussion panels recently, and I hope we'll be again uh, later on this summer because we do weekly virtual investor discussion panels each week too. So uh, thanks for your time here today, Kathy, and looking forward to connecting with you further. Sounds great. Thanks, Richard. Appreciate it. Yeah, you too. Take care.